and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to this No Place Like Terra. Wait, welcome to episode 180 of this Whee! No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am not Grace. Yes, and I am not Nixie. <laughs> Can I say I've always wanted to do that and I always forget about it because I get in such a rhythm? <laughs> it is hard to like, it's it's like saying your ABCs and being like, okay, but now flip like the I and the J. I mean, I already fucked up the intro in the intro uh, yeah, yeah. and then had to recover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Today, yes, we're watching. Yes, or we're blah blahing. <laughs> SGA. We're almost professionals of this. Season one. Yes. <laughs> Episode fourteen. Uh huh. Sanctuary. Yes. AKA. Uh huh. No Amanda tappings were harmed in the taping of this show. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. Mine was uh, AKA uh, Space Lightning is a level nine spell. I like that too. <laughs> My other one was intergalactic flirting, but I like the first one the most. Yeah, no, I really like <laughs> no Amanda Tappings. Armed in the no Helen Magnuses were injured yes. <laughs> in the making of this episode. So before we get to the cast, there's been a lot this week. <laughs> Things in like not so much in us like personal lives. Uh, just we had um, you guys know me probably enough through this vocal medium that we do to know I like NASA uh-huh. and like space shit. And, uh, and you should have seen me Tuesday morning. Yeah. At work. As I nerded out with finding Apollo in real you can go back, I'm sure, and listen Holy to the thing. Holy crap, as that it was, was live. fun. Yeah. And like they had the, the whatever video they had for the launch, there's plenty. And then they had like a transcript, and then you could click in and like listen to the individual auto tracks of, of mission control. And, and then like yesterday, before I. I tried to kill him with the dragon as I DM'd a one shot. Uh, we like listened to them landing and like, you know, almost running out of fuel as they landed. And then last night, listened to like them step out and it was really cool. And do the things with the, uh, um, I'm going to take the opportunity to troll some of our coworkers. Oh my God. Thank you for bringing it up because I was going to if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, you get the credit because you actually had to witness this in person. Um, yes. So one of our coworkers who shall remain nameless. Adorable. He's a great guy. Charming. However, he, I was going, oh, well, in about 30 minutes, you can live watch, quote unquote, live watch Apollo 11 launch. And he went, which one's 11? <laughs> now, and to the layman, I will give this. Sometimes that shit happens. Yes. You don't know them all. I know 11 and I know 13. But you know 11 and 13. Right. And this person has worked with Nixie for five years. <laughs> so by pure osmosis should just know things. Um, also proceeded to go, was that... Oh, no, he said, was that the one... Um, oh, shit. Who stars in Armageddon? Bruce Willis? Yeah. He goes, is that the one with Bruce Willis? And yep. I went, huh? Yep. 
He's like, well, with Bruce Willis. And I went, first of all, I think you mean Tom Hanks because Armageddon is not Apollo. And no, second Armageddon of all, Armageddon is the one that happened. Like, second of all, that was Apollo 13, uh-huh. the one that did not land on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost there. You know what I think? I think he's just slowly getting into grumpy old man face. Probably. Like, where you're like, no, Grandpa, you're not making sense. Go you're home, sort Grandpa. of in the right spot, but not really. Which one was 11? Which one was 11? Yep. Um, Anything else? There's so many Comic-Con things. Oh, and that was the other thing I was going to say. The other thing in pop culture was Comic-Con. And There's I just can't too many keep, things. I cannot keep up... The only the the one that I'm going to the two there's two moments and they both happened yesterday uh-huh. that I think we'll talk about the Stargate in one second. Well, let's talk about Stargate first. Fifteenth anniversary yes. panel of Stargate Atlantis. We have not been able to see it yet. We have seen, and then I've showed Grace because there's no spoilers. The David, David Hewlett's Hewlett. amazing little pop in because David Hewlett. Uh, I know you're. I'm sure you're listening. We no, love super you. Super listening all the time. You're our favorite we person. We totes love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was amazing. But I can't wait to watch it because Grace can't because no other spoilers I in it. I know. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's tough now to be excited about a thing and be like, just kidding. You can't have anything can't. to do with you it. You can't have anything to do with it. Um, so Google now does this great thing on your mobile app where it tailors possible news things yeah. that you want us to look at. And I'm like, stop that because, because I, I can't. can't. I can't look at any of that. You're going to spoil the show for me. And the two big things that, well, one of us is half interested in, the other one's super interested in, and the other one we're both interested in uh-huh. is Picard. Yeah. <laughs> after my strong feelings about Discovery, I have full faith after seeing this Picard trailer that Picard is going to be amazing. Uh-huh. Because it looks amazing. I mean, it looks really fucking cool. It looks I'll am- give you the credit. And if I'll you have that. not seen it yet... Do yourself a favor, pause this podcast, go watch it and come back because there are two cameos or two guest stars featured in the end of it that I won't spoil it for. Yeah. Because it's amazing. Also, there is a certain well-known Star Trek director who will be coming back and will be making cameos with someone else that that person is often doing cameos with. I know some things. <laughs> I, I totally understood all sense. of that exactly. Um, in other Comic-Con news, I keep forgetting this, but there was a picture that Hideo Kojima uh-huh. tweeted with him and Ashley Johnson, and oh. I'm like, oh, right! <laughs> oh, right! She's in the new fucking thing, which looks amazing. I don't know what's come out yet. Oh, to me, the oh. only one was there is a picture of Mercer and Lin-Manuel Miranda together. That's and like, good. Lin-Manuel Miranda brain is, melted. Is, is taking Comic-Con by storm this year. Oh, to be fair, he should take Comic-Con by storm every year. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is the year where he finally came out west and was like, he's doing the whole thing where he's on the floor. Spoilers. I We love Lynn. Yeah. A lot. Not just because he's Gizmo, guys. I don't know if you knew this. He also <laughs> writes Broadway plays. Did you guys know that? <laughs> to be fair, the music. <laughs> right. <laughs> but look, he's Gizmo yeah, which is amazing. It's just so I just the from the first I moment. I mean, technically, he's Fenton Crackshell, but fine. From the moment I first saw In the Heights, 
just the fact that in the Heights movies coming out too. Like <laughs> I first saw in the Heights and it was just amazing. And I talked to him at the stage door. It was his first big thing. And, and I got a hug from him and everything. And it was so cool. And he's everywhere now. And it makes me so happy. There's this great, this great, um, if you follow Kristen Bell on Instagram, which I do, this which adorable video. Yeah, she's the best. This adorable video where she's like, she's going full. And she says this in her clip. She goes, Lin-Manuel is the new sloth yeah. because of the infamous sloth video where she's crying. <laughs> yeah. She's so happy. And she sees him across the way and she's crying because she's so happy. <laughs> yeah. And then he returns the excitement. Seriously. And then it's just like this like love collision. It's like this beautiful, weird thing. I love her. There, Can I take a minute to just love her? I love There's everyone. There's a picture of her and the Chris, Veronica Mars crew, and it's like post-panel, yeah. and she's weeping openly in the there, there was There was a meme, and I fully, fully embrace this meme, and this, this goes to my love of Lynn, of find someone who looks at you the way that Lin-Manuel Miranda looks at everything. Yeah. Aw, that is a good one. He just has so much fucking joy. Yeah. Okay. The other thing. Sometimes I'm like, put that shit away. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to see your fucking joy everywhere. Uh, that's I'm that the the uh, Skeletor meme where it's like I don't want to feel good. <laughs> I don't want to feel. Uh, the other thing came out yesterday in the like I, I want think to feel evil. Eighteen Sorry. hour Marvel panel in H. Jesus. Um, we have to wait till 2021, ladies and gentlemen. But fucking. Thor, yep. the goddess of thunder. <laughs> I cannot explain yeah. to you how goddamn exciting that I am. And again, uh, Brother Matt posted this earlier in Facebook. But again, this is not she Thor. It's not fucking Lady Thor. It's just Thor. It's just Thor. She's, just she's Thor. a goddess of thunder. Yeah, she's a woman. But it's Thor. It's not Lady yeah. Thor. It's just Thor. It's goddess of thunder. It's not like Mrs. Pac-Man, y'all. It's not like Mrs. Pac-Man. And uh, since you know, our one of our mascots, Miss Kaylee Thor, is named after the goddess of thunder. Boom. I'm really excited for that. In her butt. <laughs> there, she does fart really badly sometimes. Um, guys, this is a Stargate it only podcast. Stargate. We're purists. We only talk about Stargate Legit things. Only Stargate. For that reason, watch the first ten minutes. Of what is it? Episode fifty six. Well, I don't know an episode, but yeah, I just tweeted. What was about it? This. What was it? Yep. Watch the first ten minutes of episode fifty six of Critical Role. Especially if you've never seen anything Critical Role or know anything about D and D. Just, just do that. Um, the end. <laughs> it, there is, there is a moment that made that I fell off my chair, basically laughing. <laughs> we wish we had it on video. I should have video. I about died. Yeah. Um. The streams are crossed, guys. Oh, and I promise there's no spoilers. So if you actually plan to watch yeah, the show at some point, there's no spoilers. You can watch it and not ruin the show. Because I have, um, because I'm I'm getting closer and closer. I'm in episode 25, I think, of the current campaign. Yeah. So I'm getting closer and closer. But both you and Brother Matt consistently are sending me Sam Regal's D&D Beyond ads. Yeah. Just randomly from future episodes. The, de the debate's pretty fucking great. I, I really Jesse can't wait watch to watch the debate. Him. I had a question for the debate, but I did not get it in because I legit didn't think that was a real debate, which is stupid me. Should yeah, how dare you? Okay. <laughs> February 11th, 2005. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. 
Oh, it's right before Valentine's. Valentine's. How uh, this is written by Alan Burnett. 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 Uh, this is actually his only Stargate writing credit, but he Benert. also has started writing for television with Wonder Woman back in 78. Oh, wow. Uh, he's written a ton of L.A. Law. He was an EP on it. He's also known uh, for writing New Twilight Zone, The Outer Limits Revival, and he wrote a fair amount of Batman comics. Nice. All I know about The Outer Limits is when Lorelai makes fun of Luke on Gilmore Girl. Guys, it's been a while, I but know. that's still part of who I am. Of course, It's always part of who you are. <laughs> and he's like arguing for Outer Limits. And he's like, Outer Limits is just as good as the Twilight Zone. It's just people who think that they're better, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, bro, I didn't realize how big a nerd you were. Can I say, though, I am 100% someone who like... Did not have a dog or a horse in that race. They were like, they lived together as equals. I don't think I ever watched Outer Limits. It's like Star Trek, Star Wars. They don't have to fight. They can just exist. They can just exist together. We are all connected in a circle in a hope that never ends. It's the circle of life. I can't wait to see that movie. I was actually going into the colors of the wind, but that works too. Can I tell you that I realized <laughs> in the middle of me singing Circle of Life that it was not Circle that's of Life, okay. but I just committed to it's it. It's close enough. Because that's, listen. It's still Disney. If you're going to make a mistake. It's still 90s Disney. Make it big. It's not even a. <laughs> and make it broad. Yeah. People will think it on purpose. Going with confidence. That's how I made it through my dance career. Like it. Uh huh. Directed by uh, James Head, again, only episode of Stargate. Oh. Uh, the our, our featured guest actress is um, Linar. Linar? Linar? Interesting. I've never heard that name. Um, and I'm will now. I will not give it. Thank you. She's a Chilean actress and model who was she was Princess Nissa in Blade Blade Two, Second oh. Blade, Blade the Second. Okay. Blade. Blade Two, Electric Boogaloo. Dose. Yeah. Um, also, did you ever watch the 1999 miniseries Cleopatra that had like Timothy Dalton and Billy Zane and Rupert Graves and Sean Pertwee? No. And everyone. I didn't realize that was a thing. It was a thing. It's like a Hallmark Channel. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> it, is, it is like height. Of n- late 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was Cleopatra. By the way, speaking of ridiculous TV movies, yeah. Lifetime is now doing more V.C. Andrews movies. I feel that it's very <laughs> important to tell the whole world this because they need to keep happening. And, like, 14-year-old Grace is super excited about I this. I mean, listen, I'm never going to say no to a good Hallmark film. There's been... I don't know if you know that there's, like, an entire catalog of Michael Shanks. Yes, you have to, yes, Hallmark this has movies? come up. You know what? That's going to happen. We're going to, we haven't watched a movie in a while. We haven't. We haven't watched a movie for the pot in a while. We're going to Hallmark some of that Actually, we first. officially can watch A Dog's Breakfast now. What? We can officially, guys, I just realized we can officially watch A Dog's Breakfast. We're going to have you watch A Dog's Breakfast. I don't know what that is, but I'm for it. Um, It is uh, written, starred, and directed by one Mr. David Hewlett. <laughs> Yep. Starring his actual dog. Oh, buddy. Okay, I like it. Also starring a lot of people from Star <laughs> Of course, of course. And his sister, who's an amazing actress. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul McGillian. <laughs> okay, gonna... it's, it's Leonor. Leonor uh, Varela. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch The Dog's Breakfast. Yeah. You, you can now officially watch The Dog's Breakfast. I'm okay. In. I'm in. 
Right. So, previously on Stargate Atlantis, Carson tells us, the Wraith defeated the Ancients. Uh, They've touched every world in the galaxy. They're bad. They eat people. The Ancients are researching Ascension, which we know all about Ascension because we watch SG-1. Yeah, we're like, bruh, yeah, Daniel, just throw that name. Just down on this. Uh, So we flow seamlessly into the episode Mm -hmm. with the team on a jumper running from two Wraith darts. They're being fired on. Ship is shaking. Uh, They're taking some damage. They can't even fire back. And McKay's like, I'll fix it. I like calling this Fightyville. They started in Fightyville. They started in Fightyville. Mm -hmm. Um, The Stargate's on the opposite end of the planet, like the opposite side Mm -hmm. in orbit. It's like when you go into Disney and you're like, oh, we can do the thing where we cut across to Hollywood Studios Uh from Epcot. Mm -hmm. But it actually just takes you to the butt of Epcot. And you're like, that's not what I meant. Yeah. So this was a bad idea. Okay, that's all. It is the armpit of Epcot there between like... Paris and England. Um, Hashtag inside Florida jokes. (laughs) Inside baseball. Okay, I'm Um, on. Speaking of baseball, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) McKay just can't can't get the weapons to work, even though he's pretty sure he has it. Still no weapons. More darts show up, and suddenly a giant, like someone casts a ninth level spell on that planet, (laughs) and some space lightning shoots out. Yep. Engulfing and destroying all of the wraith darts, passes over the jumper, shakes them up a bit. Interesting. Um, but they're not destroyed. Weird, unknown allies, always suspicious. Exactly. Must be careful. So uh, McKay thought for sure they were dead. Mm-hmm. And that weapon is really cool. And we should go find that. Let's do it. Credits. That's not how the credits sound. <laughs> so when we come back, McKay just confirms for the record that they're not dead. Mm-hmm. And they head down to the planet. Um, because about that space lightning, he wants to, like, why would it destroy the Wraith darts and not them? McKay just rambles because he's got nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that we should name this planet, uh, staying right on theme, yeah. the Disney theme. Mm-hmm. This is Planet Jungle Cruise. Because what you see... It's very much like you're walking into the Jungle Cruise. It's okay. just a bunch of thatched roofs. Yeah, that's true. I see that now. Weird little things. Yeah. And the water. Yeah. So, welcome to Planet Jungle Cruise. Okay. The end. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. So, <laughs> you know, what could make a space lightning that powerful? Hmm. Maybe an ancient weapon? Okay. And one that would be that powerful, it'd probably have to be powered by a ZPM? Give me... A trip home. Which is basically just McKay catnip? Yeah. PM. Need. Uh, he just starts, was it, making biscuits? Every time he hears uh-huh. PM, he just, like, starts making biscuits. <laughs> like, more, please. Uh, and so Makes they have to get down there. Makes the weird that I can't make. And uh, John's like, I have to check for damage on the puddle jumper. Uh-huh. And I went, no, you don't. The gate is right there and there's no enemies there. You could be, like, home about 20 seconds. Yeah. So if there's damage, they could be fixed there, like at your home garage. Right. You why don't you just drive home in the field? Why? Why would you just just say you want to go see what the powerful weapon is? Uh huh. Oh, I guess I have to pull into this <laughs> store here. I guess I have to pull into this game shop to check my tire presser, oh, even boy. though it's blatant and my house is around oh, the corner. Oh no! There's the cookies right there. I don't know. I like cookies. We have cookies, by the way. Oh, so, okay. Looking through binoculars, 
It's your basic pre-technological village starter kit. Yep, it's Planet Jungle Cruise. And since the Stargate's in orbit, Taylor's people would never have been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they walk into the village. It's a hodgepodge of basically every vaguely Pacific culture cliche or not yeah. that you could find with it, a little bit of colonialism mixed in there as a salt shaker. It's like, remember the movie Jungle to Jungle? Yeah. Um, with Tim Allen and that little kid who, I think he did uh, Something. Being Human. Yeah. As he got older. Let's just say it's just enough to be slightly uncomfortable, but uh-huh. you're like, but I know Stargates, they want, they're not doing it purposely. Wait, so the not. other one, Griffin, Griffin, Kiffendorf's tribe. I don't know that one. The one with Jenna Elfman. Oh, I don't know that one. I'm going to find it. Okay. Or any of those early, mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here, we're going to a weird African planet or uh-huh. some other thing. With with all of the religious people being white people. It's yeah, great. Super not weird. Nope. So everyone is silent. Um, but they're a little bit silent in the who the fuck are you? Krippendorf's tribe. I have never heard of that Richard fucking Dreyfus and Jenna Elfman. Oh, God. It's actual people. <laughs> Natasha <laughs> Leone is one of the children. Oh, shit. Um, Lily Tomlin's in this. <laughs> I've never heard of this in my life. Um, Siobhan Fallon Hogan. I don't know who that is. Um, that's, oh, Elaine, Elaine Stritch. Stritch. Oh, shit. Y'all, we're watching. Uh, Mila Kunis is in this. Oh, my God. My goodness. Anything else? I have never heard of this in my life. Um, yep, that's everybody. That's, <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. No, oh, I thought that good? said Suzanne Summers, and I was going to be that very confused. That would have confused. been really fucking weird. Okay, so... Okay, I'm all done. Uh, everyone is silent, but silent in that who the fuck are you wandering into our camp, um, which is a better welcome than I would imagine a group giving strangers if the group um. has never seen strangers <laughs> before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then me- I do like the guy who runs. Yeah, I would. Yeah. If you've never seen someone you ah, don't know... run, yeah. <laughs> I take the dash action. <laughs> uh, and they meet Zara, who's one of the abbots, who invites them into a hut thing. Yep. Um, he's amazed at the thought of anyone from another planet, because he basically can't conceive he's of like, the thought process wait a minute, there are other planets? planets? I don't understand what a planet is. He's like, bro, we haven't gotten off the continent yet. You're yeah. going to have to slow the fuck down. <laughs> We don't even know the Earth is round yet. Like ships that fly? I mean, come on. He's like, "What? tell me, what is ship? <laughs> and he just knows that is the glory to Athar for bringing them here safely. Yep. Uh, and Athar, Athar is the provider, the protector. Um, and he, again, cannot compute of someone not knowing who Athar is. I love how you immediately learn, not that it's any surprise that yeah. McKay's not religious. Uh, oh, yeah. like, oh, great. <laughs> I love it. One of these. Yeah, he's, <laughs> upon hearing that the Athar is all around, he just tries speaking to the air in a uh, way to make nice with the locals. Yeah. He's like, I'm not interested in the forest. I don't care. Science. Sometimes I'm McKay. Um, everyone's so, allowed their own opinions. Exactly. So thankfully, Taylor saves them all from this awkwardness. Yeah. Saying that they wish to give their thanks to Athar for their intervention, saving them from the Wraith. Mm-hmm. Interesting point. Zara's like, who the fuck are the Wraith? Yeah. Yikes. It's not in their history. It's like a word they don't know. They've never heard of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've lived here in peace for thousands of years. Yeah. 
I like how they immediately turn into the wolf in the cartoon who sees the bird as like dinner or yeah. the cat as dinner because they're like, you've never heard of the rain? Their eyes just go Ooh. wide. And they're like drooling. Like, <laughs> what can are. we take from this planet who's never heard of the rain? They it's like, are. Have some chill. <laughs> it's going to be all right. This team has no Your fucking desperation chill. is showing. Yeah. Taylor has the most chill and that's saying she's something. The, yeah, she's the only one who's like, can we not? Just play it cool, yeah. assholes. Yeah. You're making me look, act like you've been here before. It's my they've, favorite phrase. Yeah. So while the team speaks alone, Zara's going to go tell the other abbots that, you know, strangers are here. And then they'll take him to Chaya, mm-hmm. the high priestess. Um, so the team is super excited. Pretty much confirmed that there's an ancient weapon protecting this place. This is a safe world. The Wraith never touched here. And Taylor's like, we could bring displaced refugees yep here just making big plans and mckay's like look i don't want to like steal their zpm or all like i've done that i've realized it's bad i've learned from my lessons but i also kind of want to but i really want to like look at the weapon and the zpm can i just play with it i won't take it home i promise so they go on a hike to see chaya Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, listen i literally watched this episode an hour ago i still might be pronouncing her name wrong the entire time no i think chaya's right okay good because for some reason i just kept saying it wrong (laughs) this past week wait nixie no never no me never um no chaya sounds right to me that's how i wrote it down too that's fine that's good yeah then i never pointed that out never happened (laughs) own it her name is chaya in a beautiful green lush temple, Chaya uh, tends to her plants as everyone shows up. And John is like, like his jaw automatically drops and his tongue like rolls out. I mean, in fairness, she's wearing like the hot priestess clothes. Yes, she is. Which makes me think that my cleric, Ellie, it's time to step up her game. You probably. I mean, my poor girl, Ellie, has been spending all of her time in, in fucking like scale mail. Yeah. And like... She's probably never combed her hair once. They've been busy fighting vampires. Yeah. It's probably shit's matted in the back. I mean, she could probably, I mean, I know it's crossing worlds, but she can probably go visit Alora and probably get some good fashion tips. I mean, that tips. would be interesting. She, you know, she's plane shifted before. Yeah. Um, so anything's possible. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're lucky that some of my characters wear clothes half the time. <laughs> um, I do remember the amount of negotiating it took for me to have my Dragonborn not wear pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember how many days I that do. conversation I went do. for. I was I like, do. she doesn't wear pants. Winnie the Pooh doesn't wear pants either. No, there she's was a problem fine. With Donald Duck not wearing pants. What? What is the deal? Well, it's- Topsy was more just Topsy spent her life like. The past couple hundred years out in the woods. Yeah, whatever's left is just tattered random you shit. You don't need clothes out in the kinda woods. kind of covered in dirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, you wear clothes basically to keep the sun off and then bugs away from you. Yep. The end. Yeah. Okay. Sam has more style, not though, at least. pants. So, I mean, Chai's not wearing pants either. Mm, that's true. I mean... Sexy Priestess, got it. Yes. I'm just going to call her Sexy Priestess for the rest like of the episode. <laughs> um... And she knows everyone's name on the team. And McKay's like, someone ran ahead. It's fine. Duh. There's no magic here. So they sit down for tea. Here's my theory. Yes. I don't think it's magic. I think she's a time traveler. She's a doctor. Okay. Was this your theory at the time? No, it's my theory right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) Even though you, like, know who she actually is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) I'm down with that. Uh, (laughs) um, They sit down for tea. She learns about the Wraith. Mm Mm-hmm. 
she's like, that's terrifying. And her heart goes out to Taylor and yeah. her people. Taylor's like, yeah, it's not, you know, just my people. It's kind of like the whole galaxy. Yeah, she's doing pretty good at playing dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed. And the the whole world here is protected, and that's cool. And I kind of hope that Athar would provide that sanctuary spell um, for... <laughs> you make it larger for everybody. <laughs> I mean, the planet's big, um, and it's like the whole thing's protected by this cool weapon, so it's kind of... we you, it's, you have Can empty we space. Can come into this planet? Can we just... Uh, um, I'm here now. Goodbye. There was a word that I was trying to think of in my head and I forgot what it was. Uh, Squatters? So, nope, we're going to move past it because I can't think of it. surf? Nope, okay, that's I'm not done. it. So, um, a, a weapon that Chaya knows nothing about. She's like, what weapon? Hmm. And McKay hmm. gets a little snippy at the denial. Yeah. And sort of doesn't keep on his best behavior of sorts. And indicating that the ancient weapon, not Athar, is what kept the destroyed the Wraith. And is what keeping them away from the planet. Chaya's like, yeah, no asshole, it's Athar. Yeah, he's like Read my face. mincing words, he's pissed, he's like, I smell bullshit from the very beginning, gotta give him credit. Oh, I found the word I was thinking of. What's the word? Eminent domain. Eminent domain. I like that. I'm just gonna acquire this planet. This is mine now. I put my flag here. Yep. That makes it mine. Do you have a flag? (laughs) I will break onto Eddie Izzard at the moment's notice. Yes. Okay. Okay, so John plays it a bit more cool than McKay does, trying Mm -hmm. to cash in on, like, we have things in common. We could both share from the sharing of resources that we can resource to each other. You know what and it is? McKay's resistant to hot girl charm. Yeah. He's had his ass handed to him so many times uh-huh. in romantic endeavors. Or just in life. True. Yeah. <laughs> but I like to say specifically, it's like if you touch the stove while it's hot enough times, yeah. you don't burn easily. No. He's just resistant to whatever bullshit she's packing. Yeah. And he's like, I smell it. I smell some bullshit. And and even Taylor, I think, smells the bullshit, but is like, knows how to work around. Yeah, she's like, yes, but I'm still going to try to pretend that I do to see what else I can get. Yeah, and like, I'll play this game to see and, and John's just like, whatever you say, pretty lady. Oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> I didn't yawn. <laughs> I did not yawn. So, um... Chaya's like, look, I'm going to go talk to Athar. I'm going to go do that. You guys stay here. I'll be back. And after she leaves, McKay's like, you're dumb. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is going on? And John's like, look, religious people take their religion seriously. I'm trying to play the game in order to, yeah. like, get the information. And what we saw in orbit was clearly real, mm-hmm. but there is a decent chance that she doesn't know what it is. She may not know that there's space lightning spells protecting this planet. Right, they might be completely clueless and just living in this safety of not... They never ate the apple, guys. Yeah. They never ate the apple. And and Ford's like, well, she could be keeping a secret. And they're like, no, she's trustworthy. It's fine. No, never. Uh, and John lays down for a nice nap in the beautiful garden with, like, probably some really nice scents floating around and, like, birds chirping. And McKay tries to not pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. It's like, fine, but something's happening. I know things. So sometime later, Chaya and the Abbots return. And while Athar has no doubts about the Wraith being, like, real and shitty mm-hmm. uh, and the Lantean's mission to, like, save people from 
the shit. Mm-hmm. Also, she can't let anyone but her people settle here. Sounds like bullshit to me. And McKay about loses it. Yep. Well, Taylor just wonders if there's like a way for Thara to reconsider. McKay's like, no, there is no hope for this anyway. Your fucking mind is made up before you went up there. Yep. There's no Thar. You just decided this shit. You just decided there was no room at the inn before we even got here. I'm not going to go into politics. <laughs> you like that you fuck this. You like fuck this noise. Just accuses them of hiding behind the religion to justify their selfishness. Uh-huh. And John is like, "Shut the fuck up, dude." Like no. I can't blame McKay. I can't blame McKay. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yes. And I find it interesting that Chaya can't look at McKay here. Yeah. If you notice, she kind of averts her eyes away from McKay. And I find that, like, considering her actual situation here, mm-hmm. because how badly she actually Wants probably does want to help these people. She probably thinks exactly the way McKay does. Exactly. Yeah. So she does, if you notice, keeps averting, keeps like looking down past yeah. John the whole time. That's part of her um, punishment. Exactly. This is the part. You know what it is? Is she hasn't probably had to deal with the actual punishment of her punishment. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> um, of the <laughs> same episode like, that we're watching. Exactly. This is probably one of the few times she's actually dealt with the punishment part of it. Like, yeah. There might have been the dread of this happening. Yeah. But this is the first time it's actually happened. She deals with the loneliness. Yeah. But she hasn't had to deal with the, you have to turn people away. And yeah. And the only people you get to protect. This is the crepening. This is the choice you made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so McKay continues that if Thar was real, she'd be ashamed of herself. And that millions would die. And they will die when they don't have to. All in the name of a Thar. Mm. How peaceful is that? Yeah. John's like, everyone get his ass back to the jumper. It's time for him to go. <laughs> so I can try to salvage this. Um, John apologizes and Shia's like, I'm not offended. He, I simply, Shia simply saw a passionate man acting on his beliefs. Yep. And John makes another plea to tell Athar that they are all her people. Um, even though they come from far away, they are still humans. We are not strangers, but family. Mm-hmm. And a distant breeze blows through the frame. Mm. And Shia mm. is compelled by his words. Um, it's what John was going for compelling. Yeah. And he invites her back to Atlantis and he barely gets the words out when she's like, yes, my bags are packed. Let's Here's, go. Are we leaving now? You're pretty. Now? I have a boarding pass. Uh-huh. Here's my jumper boarding pass. I've, I've been we ready forever. Go? Yep. Cool. Get me the fuck out. <laughs> Let me out. And they smile at each other. But yeah, you never really notice how awkward uh, Shepard <laughs> is in a flirtation <laughs> situation. It's one of those where I, I get the feeling that he may do a lot of flirting, uh-huh. but, like, he hasn't gone past flirting. Like, he's not that type. No, I think he's the kind of guy that flirts with everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the guy who flirts with the checkout guy, or the, yes. with the old ladies. And that's just how he communicates. But once it's reciprocated, he's like, I don't know uh, what to do with this. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. He doesn't like, yeah. he doesn't make it past the flirting part very yeah, yeah, often. Yeah, 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 And it's just his charisma that like, it flirts with, the, he flirts with everyone. It's just what he does. Yeah. It's just the charisma factor. Yeah. That is one thing. If you ever made a D&D character for John, his charisma is fucking high. That's his highest <laughs> Is he technically a bard? Jeez, no. Like, he just ma- has high charisma. He might be, uh, like, he might be a fighter or something just with crazy charisma. Yeah. Yeah. So, on Atlantis, we're welcomes Chaya. 
And mm-hmm. uh, she does have to go visit Carson first. Yeah. Um, but after that, she's gonna, we would love to get her a grand tour. And, and John's like, Oh, my bedroom. T- Taylor's like, uh, John already said that he would give her a tour. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Of his penis. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, I got that. Here is the part that goes inside you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was McKay- awful. <laughs> McKay tries to, like, <laughs> tag along. Uh, John's like, no, I got it. I'm good. I know where things I know where everything is. Bye. Things go. In the infirmary. Where's McKay's, like, bruh, you're drunk. It's two in the morning. <laughs> She's not what you think she is. Come back. No, she's totally... She's the love of my life right now. She's it. I'm going to marry this woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Kaylee doesn't like motorcyclists because they're super loud. And because we're just going to keep going because we're talking about Carson and how awesomely sweet and adorable he is. Kaylee doesn't like is... motorcycles because her best friend didn't wear a helmet. <laughs> And she told him every time he would go out for a ride, she yeah. said, please, just wear a helmet. And then he didn't. A, and he didn't. And then he got stuck on a train track because he also never stopped at train tracks. And that's why Kaylee hates all cars and yep. vehicles. Yep. Kaylee hates anything with a motor. Yep. And sometimes without a motor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kaylee hates. <laughs> and the infirmary. She's so bad all. And the infirmary. <laughs> Carson says... That Shia is as lovely on the inside as she is on the out. And if health is, of course, synonymous with beauty. And seriously, Carson, <laughs> I love you. Yeah. He's so, he's such a goddamn fucking gentleman. And like, then, oh, <laughs> he's a I love guy. him. He really is. He's, um, I, I just, I, I want every doctor to be like that. Yeah. Just charming and kind. And like, when you show up and you're me and you're like, <laughs> look, I've done okay, but there's a lot of things I could have done yeah. better. Please don't yell at me. Please don't yell at me. I want the doctor who's like, hey, everything's fine. Yeah. You're doing the best job you can do. Let's yeah. keep working on Let's it. Let's keep going. Yeah. Let me show you all the things you've done great. Because it's the part where it's like the first part is really sweet, but then he's like, oh, I just want to make sure that you understand that I'm not judging you on your looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, because Carson's never one who would judge anyone on appearance. Of course not. So they discuss the different machines that Carson has. Mm-hmm. Some are from Earth. Some are Atlantean tech. Some, no f- clue what the fuck they do. They just, I just touch them because why not? And if you ever meet an ancient... He'd ask what they do. Oh. And she asked a few questions on the ancients and ascension and mm-hmm. and also everyone on her planet is as healthy as Chaya, which there's no disease, mm-hmm. there's no ailment, like barely broken bones, everyone heals fast. Uh-huh. So Carson comes in or John comes in. Most importantly, S T D free. S T D free. He makes sure to mention that. Well it's later. Oh that's right. He doesn't that mention S T D to her. You're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. Um, uh, but Carson says she's good to go. Healthiest patient he's ever had. And she takes John's arm and they leave. Aww. Arm in arm. Up Aww. in the control room. McKay tells Weir that either she knows about the weapon and is playing them or she has no clue and this is all a waste of time. He yeah. is not on board this train at all. No, he's like, can we stop with this charade? Yeah. This is fucking bullshit. He's like, let's send another team. They can scan things from orbit. The people on the planet are dumb. They won't know what's going on. Uh-huh. Um, at least I think we're not going to have another Janai situation on our hands. Because um, there's no way this could be a natural phenomenon. Right. There's they've, something if there. If nothing else, they've learned to not trust. Yeah. 
to not trust because shit's always going down because Pegasus is a fucking bullshit. People are mean on Pegasus. As every adventuring party soon founds out, trust nothing. Trust none of the things. Yep. Uh, and Carson radios that he has the results. Mm-hmm. So John and Chaya walk and talk. Uh, yep. We do learn there's a couple hundred people between the Atlantis mission and the Athosians on the mainland. And he's like, do we win brownie points yet? Yeah. Of everything you see here? Look. Look at all my cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he admits that he doesn't believe in Athar, mm-hmm. but he respects that Chaya believes in Athar. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, if your people were in trouble and we could help, would you take no for an answer? Right. That's a great appeal. That's a great argument. It's yeah. Like, let's just put ourselves in each other's shoes for a minute. Yeah. I also love the idea that because... We- we're going to ignore her from okay, now on. we're ignoring her. Uh, because we know that she's Atlantean, it's almost like this weird sense of mansplaining that yeah. he's doing at her. But he has no idea. He has no idea. There's no clue. And she's just nodding along with uh-huh. it. She's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Tell me more about this thing that I know all about because I probably helped make it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, in the infirmary, Beckett tells them that Chaya's in perfect health. Like, yeah. too healthy. Too textbook healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKay just double checks. She like, is a replicator. She's human, though, right? She is a robot. And she is. And this is where he goes on, like, there's no there's no viruses. There's no STDs. There's no hints of any disease. There's nothing. Like, frankly, he points out, human life is way more fragile than this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care what galaxy you're in there in. This is unnatural levels of health. Right. There should be something that's... Yeah. Yeah. It's your car shouldn't be perfectly clean all the time. No. Unless it's never been used exactly. in the showroom. Her body's never been used before. It's dirty. just like no. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be Not dirty. <laughs> Not meant to be dirty. I was more referring that she just like uh-huh. puts her body in a closet sure. uh-huh. and then just floats around. Yep. And every once in a while takes her and puts it on like a It's neat never suit. been used before. Got it right off the lot. You want to take it for a spin, John? <laughs> Out on the Atlantis balcony. Shia loves the ocean air. <laughs> the one thing this planet has a lot of. <laughs> Shepard's like, hey, I heard you were STD free. What's up, girl? What's up? Um, and uh, she's Shia wonders why they can't just resettle refugees here. And, I mean, you have Atlantis to protect them. It seems Mm. like a solution to everyone's problems. Um, He's like, look, we do have land and we do have Atlantis, but we don't understand this city. We can't even power the shield of this city. Um, And they head to the control room. And he's like, oh, call me John. Yeah. It's not Major Shepard. It's John. Let's go on first name basis. Why don't you get comfortable? (laughs) He tells her uh, basically how he wrote the wraith. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, and starts showing her around the control room, pointing out different panels. And I love when he gets to the one that Groden's working on and he, like, m- he like yeah. mouths to her, What is this? What does this do? Uh, trying to sound impressive. Sadly, even Groden doesn't have any clue what this one is. Well, I feel like even if he did, Groden is not impressed. And he's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like that's something I would do if someone was bringing... If someone was bringing a girl around trying to impress them with the work that we did, yeah, I know. I'd be a little annoyed. Yeah. And they'd be like, what is this thing doing? I'd be like, I don't know. Something. Why don't you tell her? Makes pictures. Yeah. Fuck off. 
Um, but the moment Shyless rests her hand on the console, it lights up. Hey, look at that. Indicating that she would have the ATA gene. Uh-huh. And uh, I love the mention that the anci- the Atlantans, uh, ancient Atlanteans. The ancients, yeah. The Atlanteans. Ancientians. We sound drunk. <laughs> we're good at many things, but instruction manuals were not one of them. Mm. They needed a consultation with IKEA. <laughs> they they did just pictograph it. Yeah, something uh, with about thirty extra pages you uh-huh. need because it's the same pictographs on repeat. Just reasons with like two with just like the two words underneath it in a different language. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, like the whole thing is the pictographs are clear enough that you don't need the words. Or how about just put all the words on the bottom of one part? Could be. Yeah, that could be a thing. Save some paper. Save some trees. We like trees. So in the briefing room, thankfully, McKay isn't there. While they try to negotiate, they want some land the refugees can settle on. Mm -hmm. And Atlantis can share technology. So I was like, yeah, we don't need any more tech. She goes, Star gives us everything. So pretentious here. She's like, we don't make extras. We only make what we need. Yeah, I know. We don't need your fancy technology because we're self-sufficient. Uh-huh. And we're above that. Yeah. It's very unapproachable. Yes. Yeah. Um, but again, she's knowing who she is. All we seek is knowledge. She's she is covering of being like Yeah, we don't need we don't need those. Yeah, gotta go by yeah. Um, I don't need that either. <laughs> Please don't come look at us too closely. Uh, but what she does want is some spiritual knowledge that that's code for sex (laughs) (laughs) which is the one thing she kind of does that's my aka (laughs) that's code for sex is my new aka (laughs) she does want spiritual knowledge actual spiritual knowledge (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which I was trying to eloquently say that Earth has lots of. Uh, lots of sex on Earth. To be fair, that is two things that Look, history is really well known it for. It still works. Religion and sex. They go hand in hand. They usually do. Or butt to butt or whatever <laughs> fucking way you want to do. Any way you want to combine those parts, as they combine. As long as it's consensual, Listen, go for it. Yeah. You know... We were, we went we went in the jeep yesterday to a park to go off road trails and we saw we 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 met one person who told us you know how to get to this one little lake that we went to visit and he was like his his phrasing was you know just go explore it's what it's all about exactly works for both religion and sex go explore. <laughs> Yeah, this is your TED Talk brought to you by Nixie and Grace. <laughs> okay, let's get oh, on, with so on with the show. Earth has plenty of religion and sex. Mm-hmm. So many different religions, all the religions, but John. Kwanzaa. Just to note, Kwanzaa's not a religion. Yeah. I feel like he's like Christianity, <laughs> Buddhism, and he's like, I don't know things. <laughs> He's like Festivus. <laughs> Festivus is a religion. Arbor however. Day. He's just naming like holidays now. He's like Flag Day. Pastafarianism. Yeah. <laughs> it's my personal religion of choice. Yeah. 
Good stuff. <laughs> um, but they're going to set up Chaya to access the Atlantis historical database. Um, <laughs> and about that land lease, they never get back to it. <laughs> so in the, in the control room, Grodin is telling McKay about the new control console. It appears to be an internal external biometric sensor array. Hmm. Uh, and appears to show the biosignatures of everyone in Atlantis. And uh, he thinks also could have acted like an early warning detection system for alien presence mm. in the city. And it activated when Chaya touched it, McKay points out, which was either because she had the ATA gene or because she was an alien. Yeah. Either you're with us or against us, but not somewhere in the middle. Either way, something to know about. Yeah. Um, and and someone someone should keep an eye on her. <laughs> and John's like... <laughs> yeah. They're like, John is... McKay's like, yeah, I'm sure he is. We meant, like, not just her butt. <laughs> you know, there's other parts to keep eyes like on. boobs. Poops you are know, good. Yeah. Eyes. Faces are nice. Yeah. Yeah. All the things are good. Collarbones. <laughs> Everybody's got a thing. Everyone's got a thing. I do love McKay's approach in this entire episode. Yes. He's like, I'm not letting my guard McKay down. McKay needs We've credit learned, for this. We've learned not to let our guard down. I don't know what the fuck is going on yeah. with all of you people. Why yeah. am I the only one not letting my guard we'll down? We'll get to it when him and John go toe to toe. He's like, remember that episode two weeks ago when everyone <laughs> died? Do you remember that episode last week when people lied It's to been us? like seven Seven days, maybe. All right. So jo- Taylor catches John with the picnic basket. <laughs> she wanted to see the best view of the city at night. And yeah. that's at the end of the East Pier. Sure, sure, and sure. It's a long walk. So he's bringing provisions. Yeah. And, and she pokes fun at him going, yes, you're our ambassador. Uh-huh. She's, John's like, yeah, because she's a diplomat. And I'm negotiating he's, he's, with my tongue. Mm-hmm. A Late pe- night. A penisorial picnic. diplomatic picnic. And and all kidding aside, Taylor does go, you know, you are allowed to let your guard down. Yeah, I, I, I like this conversation and that like, she has. And have emotions for yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, and John's like, no, this is just an ambassadorial diplomatic picnic outing thing. I love that she reminds him of this. Though, yeah. Because it's like, dude, you can't just live this work. Exactly. Dude, if you like someone, go like them. Like, there's a lot. You have a lot of stress in your life. Yeah. Go Sometimes, do something about it. Just go on a picnic date with someone. Yeah. It's totally okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Agreed. McKay tells Weir that he wants to send her back to her planet. And because he has intuition, goddammit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that counts for something. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. No, John's watching her. It's fine. Yeah. It's like Captain Kirk over here. I do love the reference. Of course he makes the reference. Like, to McKay, there's way too many warning signs about this lady. (laughs) And Weir's like, look, I know she's different, um, but that doesn't make her a threat. And for now, the gains that they could make by having a treaty with her Mm. is worth the minor risk of her, you know, not telling us the whole truth. Mm. And McKay is super annoyed. He is. At that statement. Um, It sucks. It sucks so hard because he's not wrong. No. But at the end of the day, it ends up being like nothing nefarious. Yeah. So I think if this happens again, they... Everyone else might still react the same I know. way. And he's still going to be like, he's going to be like Cassandra. Yeah. Like the one person being like, bruh, don't let that fucking horse in here. Uh-huh. Shit's going down. They're yeah. like, oh, what could happen? That's fine. It was a gift. Yeah. 
Anyway. No, it, that's the one thing that's so... That I love about this episode is that neither side is wrong. Right. Like, both sides are completely yeah. accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yikes. So, out on the romantic picnic, mm-hmm. uh, some they're, whatever they're eating is the last of whatever it is yeah. on the base. Um, and she's fascinating learning all about Earth's I religions. I would be pissed if we gave up my food. <laughs> I don't even like when Jesse finishes the last of the salsa or the ice cream uh-huh. without telling me yeah. first. Okay, I'm done. But more importantly, we learned that they traded for grapes and the Athosians on the mainland make wine. Yeah, That's important. Important. We are not out of wine. Uh, and Chaya admits that, you know, she was lying about something mm-hmm. on Proclorus. Bum, bum, bum. Specifically when she said she wasn't lonely. And spending Wild. time with John reminds her what it's like to not be alone. Uh-huh. And John, like, breaks for a second. Like, his yeah. system glitches. Yeah. This is <laughs> when we learn he's not actually Kirk because he's not yeah. smooth. No. And he stands up with this, like, grin. And he's like... What? This is probably the f- the first time... Well, it is the first time he's been in a romantic situation with a woman from another planet before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not wrong. It's not weird. It's just... Amusing. It's just weird. It's just a thing. And he quickly gets over it, sets down, and they start playing some tonsil hockey. I do love that. Dude, take the earpiece off. (laughs) Just just take the earpiece off. (laughs) Like, he's so caught up. He doesn't even take the earpiece off. Um, I I remember one time, I will share this. I think it's a cute story, and I don't think... Uh, domestic partner boyfriend Jesse will mind. He's listening, it's fine. The first, <laughs> yes, true. Our first kiss, I was still holding my purse. <laughs> and I, I went in for a hug, but it became a kiss. And so I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm holding, just holding the I'm back holding back. my purse. I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. This is very awkward. <laughs> See, we took all of the awkwardness out of uh-huh. ours with alcohol. <laughs> well, it was, it was, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, there you go. Midnight. T- what, what else, else are you gonna, gonna do? do? Got to kiss someone. We both say that the other one went in for the kiss. That's funny because Jesse says the same thing. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm the one who was left awkwardly <laughs> holding my purse. Well, ours was it was it was midnight on New Year's Eve, so we just we both did because it was what else do you do? Yeah, that's how it goes. That that happens. <laughs> uh, so John comes back with that grin on his face, rumpling his hair a little more. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's very Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Also, he's not smooth enough to be on solo. He's, he's really just not smooth, which only works in his favor. It does. It just it's just makes... a complete lack of everything. Just it's like, oh, you're adorable. So McKay couldn't sleep, so mm-hmm. he was going to go do some research in the control room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John is, you know, always up late. I do get the feeling that John does not sleep. He's just a he's just one of those people that naturally doesn't need a ton of sleep. He's like, no, I got like four hours. I'm I good. also see him as an afternoon napper. Oh, I'm down for a good nap. Like I see him as someone who takes a good siesta every day. Yep. yep. I'm not a napper, but I see that he might be a. a I love a good nap and the weekdays suck, especially Mondays, because I take naps on Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. I've got like a 3 p.m. nap <laughs> that happens. In fact, I think yeah. when 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 Nixie came, and, and Nick came yeah. over last night, I was like, hey, 
Text us yeah. both, because we'll be napping. Yeah. One of us is bound to wake up. Listen, we always text each other when we leave the house going to the others, just in case they're, like, not wearing pants yeah. or napping or, you know. And naps will happen. And it's, you know what makes it even easier is having a pet Oh, yeah. Who likes to nap with you. Because then you've got a constant nap buddy. Uh, my naps consistently. Yeah. Does not always nap with you. Oh, no. Yeah. She's like, don't touch me. This is my own space. <laughs> she, she's very much. A t- she'll share the bed. Well, yeah. On the other side of the bed. Oh, no. Our boys are like, oh, are you napping? I'm going to climb on your face. Unless she wants to nap right in the between your legs. Oh. <laughs> so you're then trapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't move. You can't go anywhere. Yep. Um, Good times. Anyway, so McKay, McKay warns him that the Captain Kirk routine is problematic, morally dubless, and slightly, you know, uh, questionable on a night, late 60s. Uh, words are failing my Yeah, thing. it happens. You know. He's, he's, look, you're not Kirk. No. Stop trying to be Kirk. Uh, but John is confused when McKay explains, like, why that the whole thing I just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, John points out that it's another speak none I'm gonna drink another Have drink. Have a drink. John points out that it's another none of his fucking business. I still failed at that sentence. It's okay. So McKay is worried that the woman um that he doesn't trust at all Chaya that is surely holding something mm-hmm. secret has the ranking military officer wrapped around his finger. So it is time to be concerned. Yeah. yeah. And John just gets mad at the insinuation of that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that Chaya is just watching the end of this, sulking, giving McKay the stink eye, <laughs> and walking right. away. I love this confrontation. It is really good because it's that awkward, awkward thing where you're talking about someone. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, they heard me. Well, it's besides the fact that both of them are so blinded to what the other one is saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they're both accurate and they're both wrong. Right. Yes. Yes. Because no matter how right McKay is, he's still... Doesn't trust that John is not just being duped. Yeah, that's true. Because he, you know what it is, is they're both gathering correct information, but their motives are poor. Yeah, they both have confirmation bias of their own yeah, situation. The, so it's it's their motives that are fucking up the situation. Yeah. If you could find a way to look at this a little more analytically... I wonder if they would be in this shitty of a, like, confrontation. Because John, while, yeah, he might be in that early stages of romance, like, yeah. blinding, the, the, the blinders situation. Yeah. He's still, like, he's not being drugged. Mm-hmm. He's not being, like, hardcore seduced. Like, he's not, his eyes are still open. Mm-hmm. He's seeing what's going on. But he's yeah. also just like, can you just trust me that I know a bad egg when I smell well, one. And that's part of what's happening, right? It's yeah. that lack of trust that's causing the situation yeah. to be so shitty. So, it's a rude scene. Yeah. Well, so, that? the next morning, McKay didn't sleep and needs to show weird something. Mm-hmm. Shine's biometric reading is different. Hmm. Not like born in another galaxy difference. It's also different than Taylor's. Um... And McKay is seriously at this point. He's like, someone listen to me when I'm yeah. pointing out this problem. Yeah. 
He's like, I know something's not right here. You can't blame him for not giving no, up. No, I... He's got to not give it up. He gets mad credit for that. Uh, yeah, at some point, the only way to stop him is for the truth to come out. Yeah. So he wants to be in the morning negotiations. <clears throat> He's just going to secretly and stealthily scan her. Mm-hmm. And Weir relents, but he has to play it cool. <laughs> has to play it cool. Real cool. Super cool. And, you know, McKay's great at uh-huh. that. He's very cool all the time. The coolest He's guy super ever. super cool. Yep. Um, I was trying to go into uh, West Side right there, and I failed at it. West Side? Yeah. Play it cool, boy. Oh, for Play God. Cool. And I failed. I'm sorry. I'm not probably no, enough to know it. I'm, I, it's not one of the ones I know super oh. well, so it was partly my fail. I, I, <laughs> I failed my performance check. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so McKay has a bunch of stuff taped to the bottom of the table. Okay. And Shia has been impressed by the religious text uh, that she's read from Earth. Quite as impressed on like the whole history and how there's always a, a war going uh-huh. on so on much Earth. Fighty fights. Um, and we're just like, look, I never tried to hide that shit. Yeah. I never said we were perfect. We're a pretty fucked up planet. Um, Listen, we never said we were assholes. We just asked if we had religion. <laughs> exactly. The end. So it is something that Shia is very disturbed about. Mm-hmm. Every soul on her planet is free from hate Again, and anger. The pretentious judgment. <laughs> I'm and done our, with it. Our shit smells like lavender. Uh-huh. Um and she knows not earthens, not all earthens are like that. She touches John Arm. Mm-hmm. Um and Weird does clarify, look, there's there's a difference between everyone on that planet mm-hmm. that we came from and everyone here in this right. expedition. Right. Well, I'd like to think that everyone here is the cream of the crop. Yeah. Not um, a bunch of shitholes. And so, you know, she she does agree. Shara does agree that many people here, um, Athar would welcome with open arms. Mm-hmm. Others, and she stares directly at McKay. Fuck. Um, Others have eaten from the tree of knowledge and should be banished. <laughs> and we're in Taylor stand behind every person you know that they that they rule or lead yeah. over. That was uh, you know what I mean, right? Right. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's about trust, mm-hmm. and Shara's like, yeah. It is about trust. Have your scans found anything, McKay? Yeah, fuck. It's about trust and how we don't trust you, so we scanned you. And he's caught red-handed. He's like, no, annoyingly not. But that's the thing, though. The fact that she knows she's being scanned only proves to him that you can't trust her. Exactly. How does she know she's being scanned? And John is offended by what's going on. McKay was right. He says, she's an ancient he claims it's the only logical explanation for everything Mm -hmm. and he's like but the one thing mckay doesn't get is why the act i don't know like i don't know if he'd be more offended by someone holding this deep secret like pretending or something or if she did admit that she was an ancient Mm -hmm. um and like because she knows mckay knows that they would or shia knows that McKay and the people in Lance would get everything to talk to an ancient. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's like you either hid this from us, which is really shitty, or like, or you. It's just, it's, it's a shit, shit situation. There's no good way to do this. Basically, why are you lying to us? Exactly. Why? Are you an asshole, or is there some other crazy bullshit reason? Because all we understand right now is. You lied to us. I'm right. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. And we do learn there is some other weird, crazy asshole situation. It's because 
she did want to come to Atlantis, mm-hmm. and she knew that coming here would she would reveal too much. Right. Um, she's an ancient, but she also cannot offer sanctuary. Yeah. Um, but but why she came to Atlantis was John. She did it all for the nookie. She did do it all for the nookie. <laughs> She's lived in solitude for so long that when Captain Kirk over here showed up Jeez. and asked her to come back to Atlantis, and John's like, can we? Um, like this whole time he's been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, can we? Can we have it a moment alone? And everyone's yeah. like, no, in he, unison. Yeah, he's like, um, I really wanted to keep my private shit private, but <laughs> I guess that's not an option. Um, so it's it like, it's okay, I will leave. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that doesn't solve the problem no, either. No. John chases her out of the room, but Chaya's like, she she does that where she's been sitting too long and she stands up and everything goes white or black and yeah. the, the circulation doesn't quite yeah, make yeah, it back yeah, to her yeah, brain. Yeah, she's getting a little dizzy. It's exactly Saturday what it looks like. for far too long. Yeah. And she she sort of falls, faints, oh, to John's arms. Oh, no. Yeah. Back on Proctor's. I mean, I would fake being sick, too, if I was in a shitty situation like that. I'd be like, oh, no, my blood sugar. <laughs> it's anything to get out of this conversation. Yeah, yeah fuck. <laughs> um, back on Proctor's, Wraith darts and cruises are over the planet. God damn it. On Atlantis, Chaya realizes that she should never have left. Mm-hmm. And with everyone else confused as to what the fuck is going on, she reveals herself that she's also ascended. Yep. And she just light squids her way out of the conversation. She's like, uh, bamf, gotta go. <laughs> and plane shift. Again, how awesome would that be to just be like, this is a shitty situation. Bye. Smoke bomb. Yeah. Legit smoke. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is. She activates a stargate and heads through it. And John Fuck. immediately goes to a jumper to head back to the planet. Well, sure. He's got to be like the hero to save her. Alone. With no one else with him. Without no. any gear. No, dum-dum. <laughs> and I do. I will say I love the shot of control room through the jumper. Yeah. It looks very much like uh, the jumper ride that will eventually be at the yes, Atlantis theme park. That's what I was thinking of, too. It, 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 like, I, I haven't been able to be on the new Millennium Falcon ride because it's not open here in Florida yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll take me like a year to get onto it after that. But like this, it's we can do a jumper ride that's like Millennium yeah. Falcon. It looks exactly like you're in the ride and yeah. everything's moving outside And Weir's like, what are you doing? There's uh-huh. Wraith coming at you. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then we cut to a, a ride. I like it. Motion simulator. Yep. It's going to be great. I dig it. Um, but uh, oh. John is fairly sure that the Wraith are attacking the planet. And he's also sure he won't have to defend the planet alone. Mm-hmm. So he heads through the gate. Darts are fucking everywhere. Cats and dogs living together. Uh, he takes out <laughs> a few darts. And they all like start converging on him. And Chaya appears in the jumper. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck are you doing here? What is it? Is it uh, Hercules? Um, it's Meg, Meg, who's like, I'm a damsel. Yeah. I'm in distress. Yeah. But I've got this. But I've got this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you did not. I. What, what led you to think that I needed you here to help yeah. me? I, I literally told you I'm an ascended ancient. <laughs> exactly. What do you think you can do? Thank you, human. Go away now. Uh, and she's like, I've got this, yo. And some more space lightning. She mm-hmm. casts another level line spell because she slept since the last time. <laughs> Destroying all the wraith. <laughs> she took a short rest. That's a long rest. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So um, John heads to the planet once all the wraith are gone mm-hmm. and runs up to the temple and eventually finds Chaya, or mm. should I say Athar, mm. in white this time. She's changed outfits. Yeah. 
Um, so you find out when she was mortal, this was her home. Yeah. And when these, the people that John calls the ancients ascended, um, they were all supposed to. Right. Which is kind of a terrifying thought if you think about that for a second. For an entire race to ascend? Like, if you're, they forced the rest of their people to ascend. Yeah. Is well. that... Is that what just went on here? <laughs> like, they all just leveled up, but also... Forced everyone else to level up? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's crazy. Because it says they were all supposed to, and they had to leave their human ties, which some people found difficult. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would find it a little difficult. And so when the Wraith came to take her, the rest of her people out on the planet, she lashed out with her mind and destroyed all of the Wraith. Mm -hmm. And the others did not approve of that. Um, they didn't want to interfere in any way with the with the affairs in the mortal realm, which is something that we've learned from the ancients. Right. Um, I mean, that's why Daniel was sent back. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, get the fuck out of here. She was exiled, and her punishment was the unending protection of this planet. Interesting. So she sometimes takes human form to walk among the people. She comes and goes. She never stays long enough to get attached mm-hmm. until she met John. And for the first time... I mean, time, how do you not attach I to know. that boyish charm? Um, and it's the first time that she has regretted the choice that she made. <laughs> yeah. And she can only protect her people. That's part of the punishment. Yikes. And if she tries to, if she tries to break her punishment, basically, they will come for her and they will stop her. The mm-hmm. rest of the ancients. Right. The, the rest of the ascended. Fuck. And John's not really sure he can walk away at this point. Not just personally, but professionally. Just the situation. It's very intertwined. Yeah. He's like, I really like you. And I think you're awesome. And also, I think your powers are awesome. And I think there's more we can do with this. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, like, the ancient's highest law is non-interference. And she's bound by those laws. Like, they can't even have a thought transaction you know they can't learn from each other she can't leave this planet again Mm -hmm. john's like i can come visit yeah it's like hey i really like you but you really want to live somewhere far from here Mm -hmm. and my life is here and i can't leave my life here and it's like well we could do a long distance thing it's like but it's not really gonna work tried that it doesn't work very well Uh, it's gonna be a little difficult and weird he's like but i got a jumper uh, and then she does the same thing that Orlin did with Sam. Mm-hmm. They share each other. Interesting. Slightly weird. And they know each other as well as anyone a ever can. Creepy. They have space sex. Space sex. I do. Um, would you learn that Shepard is a talker? Yeah. Because he's like, this is cool. Where it's like, quiet. <laughs> quiet. Just fucking let it happen. <laughs> hey, what do you think? It's like, can we not talk about. And then fade out. Yeah. <laughs> SpaceX. Why SpaceX. is that not the AKA? AKA SpaceX. AKA SpaceX. There's a lot of AKAs this week. There's all the AKAs. This was a fun episode. It's interesting. Like, will we be running into more Ascended that yeah. are stuck on, on this realm, for lack of a better word? Mm-hmm. Or... Is this the only one? And then does this mean there's more to the meets the eye to the Atlanteans because they're a little bit dicks? They're a little bit dicks. Interesting. What the fuck's going on? So I feel like we'll run into something like this again. Like we're just like more history with. Yeah. With ancients still around where it's like everything's not what it seems. The Wraith are still shitholes, but well, everything's fair, not what it seems. we kind of already were getting the idea that the ancient were dicks just because of the right. information Daniel learned. That's true. 
We're like, Oma, you're cool and all, but you're a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, kind of a, yeah, yeah, they're very, like, holier than thou, they're, which is appropriate. Like, they're very pretentious. Fucking A. It's fun. Yeah. SpaceX is always fun. It doesn't go on my list, my top five list. No, I feel like this goes on, like, um, on the rom-com list. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Stargate. Well, I feel Thomas. like there's the one with Sam. Yeah, and the guy who builds a, a steampunk. Orlin. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So stuff like that. Jack has one. The, stuck the, on the as, planet. Yeah. What about the pizza one, where he the eats the weird pizza? Pizza one. Yeah. So there's a couple of interesting rom com ones. Yeah. We'll go with that. Okay. So next up, next week, we're going to talk and listen, hmm. Grace. I'm going to tell you that this is. It is a clip episode. However, oh, no. however, okay. when you watch it, you will realize this is the greatest clip show that's ever clip showed. Okay. Okay, fine. It's mid-season. Yeah. There's probably something they're wrapping because, up to. Because, guys, the other one that you're thinking about might be the greatest clip show. I don't count as a clip show. Okay. Yeah. This is the greatest clip show. Of all clips. It, it The way they do it is fantastic and there is a guest star that is amazing okay yeah i'm ready now i'm intrigued i know all right guys um thank you for listening um and listening to kaylee and all of her barks (laughs) i love her she's just loud um she takes after me next week with the clip shows (laughs) that i will supposedly like yep the future is yet to see you will um until then Find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Rate us patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. Rate us, like us, review us on Apple Podcast. SpaceX. <laughs> Not SpaceX, but SpaceX. Space Space